0: Welcome back to today's Daily PBJ devotional. If you're reading the Old Testament this year, read Genesis 19, Nehemiah 8, and Psalm 18. This devotional is about Genesis 19. Now the two angels arrived in Sodom in the evening, and Lot was sitting in the gateway of the city. When Lot saw them, he got up to meet them, bowed face down, and said, "'My lords, please turn aside "'into the house of your servant, "'Wash your feet and spend the night. "'Then you can rise early and go on your way.' "'No,' they answered, "'we will spend the night in the square.' "'But Lot insisted so strongly "'that they followed him into his house. "'He prepared a feast for them "'and baked unleavened bread, and they ate. "'Before they had gone to bed, "'all the men of the city of Sodom, "'both young and old, surrounded the house. "'They called out to Lot, saying, "'Where are the men who came to you tonight?' "'Send them out to us, so we can have relations with them.' "'Lot went outside to meet them, shutting the door behind him. "'Please, my brothers,' he pleaded, "'don't do such a wicked thing. "'Look, I have two daughters who have never slept with a man. "'Let me bring them to you, and you can do to them as you please. "'But do not do anything to these men, "'for they have come under the protection of my roof.' "'Get out of the way,' they replied, and they declared.' This one came here as a foreigner and he is already acting like a judge. Now we will treat you worse than them, and they pressed in on Lot and moved in to break down the door. But the men inside reached out, pulled Lot into the house with them and shut the door. And they struck the men at the entrance, young and old, with blindness, so that they wearied themselves trying to find the door. Then the two men said to Lot, "Do you have anyone else here, a son-in-law? your sons or daughters, or anyone else in the city who belongs to you, get them out of here, because we are about to destroy this place. For the outcry to the Lord against its people is so great that he has sent us to destroy it. So Lot went out and spoke to the sons-in-law who were pledged in marriage to his daughters. Get up, he said, get out of this place, for the Lord is about to destroy the city. But his sons-in-law thought he was joking. At daybreak, the angels hurried Lot along, saying, Get up, take your wife and your two daughters who are here, or you will be swept away in the punishment of the city. But when Lot hesitated, the men grabbed his hand and the hands of his wife and his two daughters, and they led them safely out of the city because of the Lord's compassion for them. As soon as the men had brought them out, one of them said, Run for your lives, do not look back, and do not stop anywhere on the plain. Flee to the mountains, or you will be swept away. But Lot replied, No, my lords, please. Your servant has indeed found favor in your sight, and you have shown me great kindness by sparing my life. But I cannot run to the mountains. The disaster will overtake me, and I will die. Look, there is a town nearby where I can flee, and it is a small place. Please let me flee there. Is it not a small place? Then my life will be saved. Very well, he answered. I will grant this request as well, and will not demolish the town you indicate. Hurry, run there quickly, for I cannot do anything until you reach it. That is why the town was called Zor. And by the time the sun had risen over the land, Lot had reached Zor. Then the Lord rained down sulfur and fire on Sodom and Gomorrah from the Lord out of the heavens. Thus he destroyed these cities and the entire plain, including all the inhabitants of the cities and everything that grew on the ground. But Lot's wife looked back, and she became a pillar of salt. Early the next morning, Abraham got up and returned to the place where he had stood before the Lord. He looked down toward Sodom and Gomorrah and all the land of the plain, and he saw the smoke rising from the land like smoke from a furnace. So when God destroyed the cities of the plain, he remembered Abraham, and he brought Lot out of the catastrophe that destroyed the cities where he had lived. Lot and his two daughters left Zor and settled in the mountains, for he was afraid to stay in Zor, where they lived in a cave. One day the older daughter said to the younger, Our father is old, and there is no man in the land to sleep with us, as is the custom over all the earth. "'Come, let us get our father drunk with wine, so we can sleep with him and preserve his line.' So that night they got their father drunk with wine, and the firstborn went in and slept with her father. He was not aware when she lay down or when she got up. The next day the older daughter said to the younger, "'Look, I slept with my father last night. Let us get him drunk with wine again tonight, so you can go in and sleep with him, and we can preserve our father's line.' So again that night they got their father drunk with wine, and the younger daughter went in and slept with him. He was not aware when she lay down or when she got up. Thus both of Lot's daughters became pregnant by their father. The older daughter gave birth to a son and named him Moab. He is the father of the Moabites of today. The younger daughter also gave birth to a son, and she named him Ben-Ami. He is the father of the Ammonites of today. This is God's word. A few years ago, just after 8 p.m., I was driving to pick up one of my kids from an event. All of a sudden, the sky lit up with blue light. It was so bright that it startled me as I was driving, and the source of that light seemed to be behind me. Then it flashed brightly and was gone. I kept waiting for a sound, some kind of sound, a crack of thunder to accompany that lightning. No, it was bright for too long to be lightning. And the weather conditions certainly didn't seem right for lightning. Was it an explosion of some kind? That didn't seem right either because the light was so blue. The next morning, news headlines said that what I'd seen was a meteor. I'd never seen something like that before. It was completely unexpected. This is what the judgment of God on Sodom and Gomorrah was like. Abraham had never seen anything like it. And I'm sure his heart sank when he saw it. See verse 28 for that. Likewise, when Lot tried to warn his would-be sons-in-law, they thought he was joking, according to verse 14b in the NIV. Even Lot himself and his family had to be hustled out of Sodom by angels, according to verse 16. The prophecy they received about God's coming judgment seemed so unbelievable because they'd never seen anything like it before. When it happened... It was surreal, because they'd never seen anything like it before. This is how it will be when Christ returns to judge this world. It is hard for us to visualize that happening, because none of us has ever seen anything like it. Whether we can visualize it or not, it is true, and it will happen in reality. Like Abraham and Lot, we should take God's promise of judgment seriously, And we should warn those around us that God's judgment is coming. It might seem to those we warn that we're joking like it did to Lot's sons in verse 14b. But God is merciful and has promised to save some in this age. And so he will honor his word and save some through our warnings. The return of Christ and his judgment will be like nothing you or I have ever seen before. But it is true and it will happen. What are we doing about that? Think that over today, and I'll see you next time. May God bless you, hope you have a great day. And by the way, if you wanna see video of the meteor that I saw, click on the link at the bottom of this email because you are watching this in your email, right? Or go to dailypbj.com and find today's devotional and scroll all the way to the bottom, and there's a link there, and you can see on YouTube exactly or something similar to what I saw. Again, have a great day. See you next time.